Welcome back to the show. And uh, talking uh, a little bit earlier in the program about uh, the lack of competent journalism. Here is the, uh, the, the opposite of that. This is from Cheryl Atkinson, friend of the show, on her Full Measure program. A uh, dig into the CDC's erroneous advisory on whether or not to take the COVID vaccine if you have been infected. Does the vaccine help those who've been infected? The trials, Pfizer, Moderna trials, do not provide any evidence to support the claim that there is a benefit to those who are infected taking the vaccine. But that is not what the CD is saying. And it's not what the CDC continues to say, even after called on it multiple times and agreeing multiple times that they're wrong with Thomas Massey, Republican congressman from Kentucky. Now, Massey, uh, who has had uh, his run ins over the years with Trump when he was president, but set that aside. This has nothing to do with that. Massey, it turns out is an MIT educated scientist, not in the infectious disease space, but he's still somebody that has a pretty good appreciation of the scientific method, uh, award winning in his field, grants and so forth. Uh, And he has the competence to read studies and understand what the results so indicate and what they don't indicate. So uh, Massey on those Pfizer and Moderna trials, what they do or do not confirm. It says the exact opposite of what the data says. They're giving people the impression that this vaccine will save your life even or, or, you know, save you from suffering, even if you've already had the virus and recovered, which has not been demonstrated in either the Pfizer or the Moderna trial. So it's not demonstrated. Why is this important? Well, what can what harm is it? Well, we live in a world of scarcity, including with vaccine doses. So you want prioritization, or at least some people do, rational people who are not beset by identitarian politics do. You want to go from providing vaccines to the highest risk groups to the lowest risk groups, right? That just makes sense. So if you have the vaccine, I mean, excuse me, if you had been infected uh, and you're over 65, for example, or you're a frontline worker, well, pass on the vaccine so somebody who hasn't been affected and who's high risk can get the vaccine. This is not complicated. But it turns out to be in practice. This is uh, uh, the first call that Representative Massey made to the CDC. And he began recording these calls because he was frustrated at how little progress he was making and getting them to acknowledge that what they were putting out into the public sphere was incorrect. It was not supported by the evidence, by the data, by the science from the clinical trials his call with a woman named Dr. Amanda Cohen at CDC. Massey says he was so alarmed by the misinformation, he decided to record the calls. On a December 16th call, CDC's Captain Amanda Cohn seemed to agree that people who've had coronavirus shouldn't rush to get vaccinated. People who've had disease, you know, given that there's limited doses right now, we are suggesting that those people wait. Right. We are suggesting those people wait. Uh, they, she went on to basically thank Massey for catching their error. On the call, CDC's Dr. Cohn thanked Massey for flagging their mistaken claim that vaccines were proven to work for people who've had coronavirus. But didn't correct it. 
just keep repeating the same incorrect information. So take two, Representative Massey, back at it. So I called them up on Tuesday as soon as I could to ask them why it hadn't been fixed. And it was like I was starting all over with the same people. And instead of fixing it, they proposed repeating it and just phrasing their mistake differently. I'm always happy to talk with you. This call with CDC's Washington, D.C. director, Anstice Brand. If there's a they who is refusing to fix something that is factually and provably wrong, I want to know who they is. Because this is going to result, and it's already resulting, in misallocation of the vaccine. Let me check that. Okay. All right, there's CDC official number two. Here's take three with CDC Principal Deputy Director, Dr. Ann Shukat. And I'm really disappointed it's gone on a month without being fixed. Like, really disappointed. As you note correctly, there is not sufficient analysis to show that in the subset of only the people with prior infection, there's efficacy. So you're correct that that sentence is wrong and that we need to make a correction of it. I apologize for the delay. But in terms of a large scale, you know, trying to mislead people, um, I just give you my um, word that that was not the intent. So really apologize about the confusion that we apparently caused. And perhaps the, um, as you say, you know, people who are fairly low risk rushing to get vaccine and people who are higher risk. Well, that might take a month. And oh, by the way, (laughs) the end of the beast, the tweaked language still leads one to believe that the vaccine has a benefit to those who have been infected. They still didn't change it, even after that conversation. Full admission, a month, nothing. And uh, just for another expert to weigh in, who uh, who does have expertise in this space, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, you've heard on this show before. He's part of uh, the Barrington Declaration. He's also uh, an economist and medical doctor at Stanford. People who have had previous infection, the vaccine, the evidence, the trial evidence shows that it is not effective in preventing additional, additionally preventing the disease. Why would it be? You're already immune. If the CDC has that on its, on its site, then it is doing the public a disservice. Uh, both the people that get vaccinated that don't really need it because they've been previously infected and also the people who should be prioritized the vaccine but aren't getting it because of shortages. So will the CDC be deplatformed by the social media oligarchs for spreading misinformation about COVID-19? Well, I hear Brian Stelter and the uh, chorus of leftist goofs on CNN and MSNBC railing about CDC misinformation. Will I hear Tony Fauci and the Biden coronavirus task force being taken to the mat over this matter? And so you'll pardon me, uh, you'll excuse me if uh, when the CDC issues a guideline against cheering loudly at uh, the Super Super Bowl party you may or may not attend this year, if I don't take them so seriously. And this is doesn't even get into uh, the track record of these various CDC, NIH scientists, experts over the last year. The same scientists and experts who are providing the predicate for L.A. County to ban restaurants and bars from turning on TVs so that people don't congregate in their bars. Oh, sure. 
uh, or their restaurants. Sure, exactly. Don't stay at the bar. Go home where there's less space. Congregate in your home where we already know a majority of the transmission occurs to begin with. And what do we know about restaurants and bars? Uh, infinitesimal fraction of the overall transmission everywhere. And, I'm, and, and then people who will not correct an error that they admit over and over again, even as you go up the food chain in terms of decision-making, even if you're a member of Congress. But I'm supposed to give them the benefit of the doubt? I don't think so. Exposing political fakers, fixers, and takers. He's Dan Proft, and this is The Dan Proft Show.